Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Take it down into the armpit of the cesspool of crime in New York City, the subway system. Just give you a headline of what occurred last night at about 8.30 on the number three train heading into Manhattan. Uh, guy, 45-year-old man, was slain riding that Brooklyn subway train, the number three as he was trying to break up an argument over loud music between two other guys when he was shot. Shot twice uh, in the back and once in the shoulder. And this is something that I've experienced what will be 45 years of patrolling the subway system of New York City with the Guardian Angels uh, on February 13th uh, anniversary. People coming on and playing music loud. It used to be the boombox, forcing you to have to listen to that nonsense. And then you would have thought with the age of the Dr. Dre headphones, the big ripoff there that has made him a billionaire. And with just being able to listen to your iPhone and your smartphone uh, just with uh, a few buds in your ears so that nobody else has to hear it. You still have guys coming on to the train blasting what is sort of like a mini boombox or the old-fashioned big boomboxes, sort of like, hey, I want to listen to it. Everybody's going to listen to it. And you know what I used to do, Justin Ellick, in the initial days of the Guardian Angel Patrols? I walk into a train. Guy be blasting his boombox, smoking his herbs, Chiba, blowing it in people's faces. I go up to him and say, yo, man, once you put the Chiba out, turn the box off. F you, you're not the police. You ain't telling me nothing. I said, well, I'm going to ask you nice. And then remember, they had the windows in the old trains that you could open up on the side. And I said, I'm asking you, put the Chiba out, turn the boombox down. F you, get out of my face. And then I grabbed the boombox and I throw it right out of the moving train, smashing it to bits in the tunnel, and by the time it pulled into the next train, the guy either sheepishly walked off the train or wanted a fight. And I'll never forget when he was actually doing it purposefully next to a pregnant Hispanic woman who already had a kid by her side. They were terrified. And I got to tell you, 
I threw that guy off the train at 161st Street, right by Yankee Stadium, the number four train. And the cops uh, eventually rolled up because you have the uh, transit police district there. And they wanted to lock me up and charge me with uh, severe cases of assault. But this guy, uh, wrong way, Lou Rafino, was on parole. And I said, no, I'm charging him. Because I knew, man, these homies, you know, they tried that trick on me. They think I'm a white guy that I'm stupid. I said, no, I want, I want to press charges, too. They say, you can't do that. I said, yes, I can. He can press charges on me. I'm pressing charges on him. And then when they talk to him, inevitably he's on parole. That would violate, he'd be violating parole. Back then it was a serious thing. Now it's like a walk in the park. And he didn't want to go back upstate. So Suave, he went his way, I went my way. But the subways are out of control. Not, not enough transit police. They claim there's like 2,500 transit police. They are never on the moving trains. When's the last time any of you actually saw a police officer in a uniform transit cop going up and down, walking up and down a moving train? It doesn't happen. And so a criminal and thugs know that once those doors close, they can do whatever they want. So I'm getting more and more to the point that come February 13, we're going to re-engage the subways massively and teach them how to patrol the subways which means you have a presence in the train itself as it's moving. You go from car to car so that if there is a problem, it's usually a woman who will say, hey, that guy over there was flashing me. He was trying to prove to um, me that he didn't have erectile dysfunction. Well, that guy was flashing a knife. He saw you guys came in and he put it away. Or you can smell them smoking Chibo or drinking. Or you can, you can hear them blasting their boombox and they won't turn it off. These quality of life violations are just so annoying. And then they're emotionally disturbed people who are a menace to themselves and everyone else. Whatever happened to those mental health care workers that Eric Adams said would be accompanying transit police patrols? I haven't seen any. And I'm down in the subway every day. And then this continued problem with fare evasion, the joke a $700,000 spent experiment that has already been an absolute disaster. The MTA money-taking agency put together these special uh, tests. They call it the test of these special turnstiles to prevent fare evasion. Sufton Boulevard. Take the E-train there, then catch the train to the plane to JFK. All you got to do is put your hand over the guardrail, block the sensor, and it opens up without you having to pay. And there have been video after video, and the MTA just wasted $700,000 of our money. Well, they've wasted millions. So I want to go back to the old concept, and nobody has called for this, and it would stop a lot of this nonsense, because if you do not control who enters the system at the turnstiles, you lose control of the system completely. This was back in 2019, December of 2019. Mark that day, Justin Ellick, because you're going to be apologizing to me tomorrow on Sid Rosenberg's show when your Eagles go down to defeat against the Buccaneers. And you know why. Because the curse of George Norcross when they threw him out of the Philly Stadium there because he was flying an Israeli flag. Anyway, I digress. So back in December of 2019... 
Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo, King Cuomo the second, the son of Mario Facha, Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo the first. And he listens intently to this show. Not only the Rip and Read, in which I'm on Monday through Fridays, but all the other shows I do here at WABC, they cumulatively actually blend in to the iconic call letters, WABC always broadcasting, Curtis, except he listens on our FM affiliate, WLIR, that goes right out to the mansion in Southampton, his brother Fredo's mansion. They've hit the mattresses. They're stirring the marinara sauce. They're planning their political comeback. Andrew Evilize Cuomo, the modern-day Michael Corleone, and his wartime consigliere Joe Pococco, who just got released from federal prison doing six years. Cuomo wanted to hire 500 additional police officers and assign them only to the turnstiles. Now, these would not be the transit police, of which there are 2,500, although there are less and less of them. And they are managed by the city of New York, the police commissioner, missing in action, Eddie Caban, and a guy who is pretentious, omnipotent, obstinate, uh, Eric Adams, the mayor, who, when he was in the transit police, was actually at computer programming, taking paperwork and the, uh, in the records division and putting it on floppy disks. That was the extent of his patrol. So they know nothing at all about subway patrols, really. 